You know, you've um, recently you've been talking a lot about creativity. It seems to be pulling you back in. Mm. But what it really means is that you take your understanding and manifest it into maybe some objects that express the understanding. So, like in your normal life, you. You might go and paint someone's door or something like that. Yeah. That is emotion of being, understanding, is it? Is that an expression of understanding? It's not really, is it? It has to be narrowed down in a certain kind of other way in order for the thing to be understood by somebody else. Yeah. Is that what the creativity is for? Other people? Um, I think there's a, there is that thing of, of creating for somebody else, but essentially it's creation, right? So it's yeah. just coming from that space which is always doing it. Mm. It's always expressing some life to come out and be manifest. So it's just another further um, aspect or function of a way of being. Yeah. And it can do this through certain people who have the that mode of creativity with them. Do you mean techniques? Techniques. Um, in some ways Yeah, I suppose it is. The techniques that have come to them through life. Mm. And they're able to... Like, I suppose, we were talking about Hilma before. Mm. And she'd got those techniques from the Arts Academy. Ah, uh, yeah. And then it was, you know, if the... They called them the High Masters. If they were pulling her th to this way... She turned. What was pulling? Soddy spirits, these. Because oh, yeah. she was doing it through seance. So communing with spirit. Oh, really? Yeah, so these beings obviously had, had pulled her to that so that. Because they knew that she could express in the way that through art, colour, form, on a 2D. Yeah, that sounds like a special case then. 
and maybe not entirely approachable for an everyday person because you would need to posit some spirit that is then going to give you some job to do yeah it's definitely uh, uh, specific in that branch of, of creativity I think it's different in my case then I have the feeling sense Mm. that must be somehow expressed but it's 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 not at all specific before it reaches the realm of expression so everything needs narrowing down a lot into a specific form and typically I use the form of my muse to express my whatever it is that is the angle of reflection that is rising up in that moment yeah so then I'll make notes draw notes quite often that could schematically work to nod towards the geometry of how everything can cross over into the specific somehow you've got to narrow down infinity into little chunks in order for a thing to be made in the world where is that cross point that is in the wreck bit the me bit Mm. Um, bodily form person who's uh, acquired certain skills and techniques yeah so a mind an aptitude a life of training I suppose to get to the point where you're of any use to be able to narrow the infinite down to the final and what is your function what are you narrowing down to give is it this is it this uh, giving back yeah I don't know it's a bit like you said it's almost like the the motion of um, the motion of being is creative yeah and when you've opened up to being as such creativity is more or less inevitable so you just have to you just hold the strand of it like I'm like an incrustation around the outside of being yeah that has to shape it into a useful form in this world of things beautiful quite often it's for it's quite a pleasurable thing and it can be mm. because it comes from the if it's a visual art then it's it's to do with beauty music could be to do with beauty as well so <clears throat> often it's about beauty and that takes some care to manifest properly mm. if you slop your paint around too much or if you don't tune your oscillators and your synth properly you can get just too much uh, lack of clarity 
too many frequencies you have to narrow it down to scales or colour schemes things like that so it could never be sort of like a plink plonk blub blub bubbly bub and someone would, might just go through all of that and find a space like because sometimes that chaos say yeah can bring a, a an awareness which either like I remembered listening to Ortecra yeah when I was in uh, music college technical college music tech and these guys were producing this sound which I felt opened my consciousness hmm. I could feel it happening it was incredible listening to this music just broadened opened me up completely I think it came from a point of me trying to work it out what was going on yeah and I really couldn't and so it just went boom mm. and it and oh, you released. so I, I released and yeah, yeah. It, it just managed to open me right out and so I'm just in the music then I take it that was the stuff where they were doing which was um, it was some kind of generative stuff wasn't it where um, Confield I think it was called software was doing it yeah. and um, they were just editing bits of jams out of um, a kind of chaos generative chaos situation yeah. or something yeah it was it, it was groundbreaking I think and it definitely broke my ground <laughs> uh, yeah um, one of the earlier pieces of music forms of music which really opened me up to being able to be free yours was another one of course with the sketchbook oh yeah within that there was that free form and and you know, you don't have to get into a genre type as such. Like well, yeah. those at the time, yeah, there was this freedom to express what was coming through, and if it caused some sort of expansion within your narrow-minded view mm. or a narrow point of view, mm. there was a definite yes in me, a chime in me, which was like, yes, I need to be able to open like this. Mm. I need to have this full field of expression. Yeah. The possibilities. Yeah, because they're endless. Mm. Yeah, I was analysed it earlier. I had a little message from my muse, um, and just because of the way we've interacted all these years, I just sort of open quite readily in that di in her direction um, which sounds like I'm opening to her but actually it's an opening in me yeah that she somehow just because of the way we know each other I just relax and it lets the the bliss bubble up so that happened earlier it was very nice and pleasant to see obviously the bliss bubbling up is like a m momentary uh, experience but only because the, my mind wanted to rush in and kind of turn it into something mm -hmm. um, so I sat with it for a while without and told my mind to just uh, wander off <laughs> and um, I mean who tells the mind to wander off I'm not quite sure you know but anyway there was definitely um 
motion in me to just go hold on a sec mm. we can do that later yeah. if you want to rush off and <laughs> ultimately in the end I did start writing something uh, and I sent it to you actually yeah. um, but that was the an interesting thing because um, even though it was taking what was ultimately something that felt like infinity in a wide open sense of bliss um, as soon as I started writing it had to be chopped into time based segments and this is partly what the writing was about I wrote about it this in the writing so it was to do with feeling that motion come up and then seeing it be methodically chopped into little word forms as it is happening right now um, in a way that sort of feel it felt a little bit like defiling it or something yeah or not giving it its respect but that is the expression mm. that is expression that is the creation from infinite into finite yeah that's how we see it yeah and it has its place in this world definitely yeah. Yeah. I mean the Tao Te Ching yeah. he says at the very beginning it can't be but it's still it's a body of writing mm. so somebody can go oh yeah and somebody connects in every form there's the possibility to see and feel love the creator so I listened to that piece that you did the um, inner, inner Oasis oh yeah and there was, there was um, the thing of Shakti. Yeah, she mentioned it. That was from that poem by uh, Rachna. I can't remember. <coughs> Excuse me. That poetry book, yeah. And I was, I come out by morning meditation and that seemed to pop up on my YouTube thing and I listened to it and was just straight there with it. Mm. Yes. This Shakti, this energy of of light, female. Mm. Creative aspect. Creative aspect. Recognition of that and, and feeling it within the music and the art. Mm. Um with what you were putting out on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I decided to put the music together with a painting as a way of getting the boat, both of them out there and make it uh, something that people can discover on that platform as well. Obviously, I've got my career side to think about as well. So <laughs> you have to actually make these other packets from the previous creative packets, Yeah, if you know what I mean. Nest one inside the other, put that out. It works well. Yeah. Yeah, well, in, in that one, yeah, mm. and I noticed others that you've done, they work, yeah. they sort of um, resonate together in that aspect. The message was there, and I picked that one, I was feeling the love mm. of beauty and creativity. Yeah. Uh, one other aspect of my study earlier when I did this writing was that... Um, you know, in the kind of spiritual fields, people talk about ego 
and they kind of demonize it mm. they say that the ego is the worst element of what a human is in some ways that's at least that's the impression i get and that thought is the enemy of everything somehow yeah the enemy of peace yeah but ultimately <clears throat> thought is just one other expression of it yeah of peace and if you if you approach thought and speech in the right way you can be completely seated in being um, and then there's a goodness in the words yeah and then the individual self which could be called an ego in that instance is not in any way a bad or negative thing it just gets a terrible press <laughs> it does yeah, yeah it needs a bit of a PR makeover <laughs> well the thing is I suppose that if you are like you say in this space which is of uh, pure awareness hmm. the thoughts arise um, they're seen as they are Actually, I was going somewhere else with this a second ago, and it's gone. The thought has gone. It came up and went. And I suppose that's it, isn't it? They're all just flying in and out. It's how much uh, attention and energy you would give that particular thought. Now, maybe some yeah. people would go on the negative aspect of that, and so they demonise it straight away. I don't want that thought. Yeah. Get rid of it. Mm. And it's not that... That's not really the way to approach. It's like an acceptance of all would make them just like be. Yeah. Coming and going, all mm. of it. It's if you go, oh my God, I don't want to, why am I thinking that? Why is that? Mm. I must be a bad person or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. They take on their energy what they need in that because it's, it's a form of consciousness mm. like you're saying and always within acceptance there's the thing of of love comes out of that space and so maybe that changes the whole energy of it it's yeah. no longer a thing of a, a negative aspect it's and that changes the thought even maybe it doesn't make any difference now mm. This is good practice for me doing these podcasts because we're, we've been on a level like this, you know, in the, for the last six months or something like that. And uh, we often talk along these lines. Mm. But it's, um, in, in an everyday conversation, it's not as easy to be seated in being and talking straight from there. But because we are talking about those subject matters, grounding in that it's, it's easier to keep the grounding and then sit in a kind of an odd way and seeing your mouth say things do you know what I mean <laughs> the words just seem yeah. to be kind of falling in and formulating the correct thing yeah it is a, a, um, a beautiful space I remember a long time ago on retreat um meditation retreat with my teacher and you know the deep states that we would get into on these retreats and being in the 
washing up some pots in a, in a sink. I used to do a lot of work in the kitchen in these retreats. But the energy is held on these in these places and it's you are holding that as well. I'm going a bit long-winded here, but basically I was in the... I suddenly clocked that I was just in the movement and there was no real will behind mm. all of these actions. I was moving as it flowed. It's just a natural thing. And catching that, being aware of that, is that beautiful recognition. Mm. Oh. That things can happen spontaneously on their own it always is really. yeah but then at a certain point you can fall into your smaller self so to speak and turn back on and look and go oh i'm doing this control yeah it's that whole thing of yeah i want control over or yeah or ownership ownership mm. um yeah We're getting out of the way. Oh, it's just so beautiful. That, that was it. Um, the, the idea of writing after I had my bubble of bliss mm. come up mm. was partly to, for me to understand. So I write to understand. I don't necessarily write for other people. It's so that... Um, the more I connect the realm of thought to that space of awareness, the less likely my mind is going to stand in the way. Because, in a way, the writing, the turning of the non-words into words, let's say, or the, maybe that's good enough. Um, I see how connected that is. One is to the other, and that they are actually the same. And the more I sit in that, the, the less my mind has to do. So there is a certain amount of understanding in the word-based elements of the mind that is necessary, I think, uh, in the broadening of understanding, of getting there, getting out of the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 